It's difficult enough to decide whether or not to have weight loss surgery, but it can be even more difficult to undergo a procedure like a gallbladder removal or a hernia repair at the same time. There are nuances to consider around when a patient should consider these procedures, and we'll learn more about them today. This is Winning Through Losing, a weight loss surgery podcast from Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. Our guest today is Dr. Basil Yersishin, bariatric surgeon and partner at Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. My name is Prakash Chandran. So Dr. Yersishin, really great to have you here today. You know, we've heard about hernia repair and gallbladder removal before, but why do bariatric patients need to make special considerations when evaluating their surgery? Yeah, that's a great kind of cross topic. So gallbladder surgery and hernia surgery or the management of those disease processes are their own category in the world of general surgery, but there are some kind of special considerations when it comes to a bariatric patient. For instance, any bariatric patient who loses a significant amount of weight would be at risk of developing stones in their gallbladder. And those stones may then cause problems where they may have to have their gallbladder out uh, removed surgically uh, as a result. And that happens in about 4% of the bariatric population. Incidentally, you can have a similar risk if you were to just go on a crash diet and lose a bunch of weight, you know, minus surgery. So it's not the surgery in and of itself. It's the, the actual act of significant weight loss that can put you at risk for developing gallstones. And those gallstones can then cause problems. It used to be that we would actually take out the gallbladder. We being bariatric surgeons would take out gallbladders as a matter of course uh, during the course of a bariatric surgery like a gastric bypass or a duodenal switch. However, we've found over time and with research and through the literature that that may be overkill. And there is a set of risks that do come with just taking out the gallbladder prophylactically. So to reduce some of those risks, it's become more of a watchful waiting type of situation. So if you have symptomatic gallstones or if you have symptomatic gallbladder disease, it is completely safe and completely appropriate to have the gallbladder taken out either before you have bariatric surgery or at the same time as bariatric surgery. However, if there's no symptoms and there's no indication for removal, it's not like it's a foregone conclusion that somebody's going to develop difficulties with their gallbladder and that they need to have it out. So we typically wait till somebody manifests with issues and we take it out down the road. Now, that being said, uh, the act of having had a previous bariatric surgery prior to having a gallbladder surgery, there isn't a, a specific increase in difficulty with that secondary operation or a specific increase in complication rates. There may be a little bit of extra scar tissue in the general area of the gallbladder, but in general, it is, it's very similar to having had a de novo gallbladder removal. And gallbladder surgery, incidentally, is the most common general surgery that we perform in the United States. So it's, you know, it's something that can be done by your bariatric surgeon, but is also safely done by pretty much any general surgeon. Okay. So gallbladder removal is one type of surgery that your patients might ask you to perform at the same time as bariatric surgery. But what about hernias? Like, let's say a patient has a belly button hernia or one from a previous surgery. When is it an appropriate time to address that issue? So hernia surgery is, is a big topic in and of itself. But in general, there are certain risk factors that people have or can have that makes it more likely that a, a hernia that has been attempted to be repaired could recur. And a lot of those things exist in our patient population that are considering bariatric surgery. Things like diabetes, things like morbid obesity, 
whether or not the patient has problems with their, their lungs like COPD or they're a smoker. And often or coronary artery disease or difficulty or their blood vessels uh, have, you know, calcifications and things. So those patients are more of a setup for a recurrence of a hernia should they have it repaired while they're still heavy and they still have comorbidities. The Typically, the, 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 the method we like to employ is to wait until somebody's lost their weight first and then attempt to fix the hernia. Uh, specifically in the case of an abdominal wall or an incisional hernia. The, the, this does not suggest that a patient who is symptomatic from a hernia or has problems because of a hernia could not have a hernia repair at the same time as the bariatric surgery, but it's not as likely to be as durable a repair potentially. And often when we repair hernias in the same breath, often as we repair hernias, we find that we have to use different types of meshes in order to repair the hernia. And those meshes are something that we don't want to get secondarily infected by other things. And so when we do bariatric surgery, we do violate or not violate, but we do make cuts to the bowel and to the stomach. And that could release small microscopic bacteria that could potentially infect the meshes. So we try not to do multiple operations at the same time that could complicate the other operation. And that's potentially what could happen if we try to do hernia at the same time. doesn't mean it's not, it's not possible to do it safely, but if you add those kind of potential things together where you have a patient who's kind of a setup for a recurrence and you have an operation that could be a setup for a potential complication. If you do it in somebody who it's not necessarily indicated at the time, then you kind of put those two things together. And I think it, it becomes safer to wait until the patient's lost weight and try to give them a more durable one-time repair. Okay. So are there any other procedures or things that you see or that should be repaired concurrently during a bariatric surgery? A lot of the patients who come for bariatric surgery, there is a pretty high percentage of people who have associated reflux or GERD. Uh, and Often, reflux or GERD can be driven by being overweight, but it can also be driven by something called a hiatal hernia. And a hiatal hernia is when basically the upper aspect of your stomach has slid past the diaphragm into the lower aspect of the chest. It's not an uncommon thing. It probably happens in about 10% of the population. And there are varying degrees of hiatal hernias. So, you know, uh, doesn't, every hiatal hernia doesn't equal somebody who has GERD. But it can, and it can be something that, that predisposes you to having GERD or reflux. And so often during the course of a weight loss surgery, since we're operating on the stomach in each of those cases, the organ, the stomach, not the, not the belly, but the organ, the stomach, we have a tendency to give benefit to the patient by uh, repairing the hiatal hernia at the same time as the, as the bariatric operation. In other words, we pull the stomach out of the lower chest and back into the upper belly where it belongs. And then we close the diaphragm or the muscle that the stomach had slid through in order to get to the chest to make the opening more narrow so that the stomach can't slide itself back into the chest. So the mere act of doing that operation in somebody who has a significant hiatal hernia can also uh, make the person's reflux or GERD go away at the time, right after the repair, right? And, you know, by the time they wake up from the surgery. And it is something that is well documented as being uh, possible to perform 
at, in conjunction with the bariatric surgery and give immediate results in the process. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And how often are you doing the hiatal hernia repair at the same time as you're doing bariatric surgery? It happens. I, I, mean, I don't have a good percentage for you, so it just depends on the, the patients who walk in your door and if they have them or not, and if they're symptomatic from their heartburn or not. But I do find myself probably 10 or 15% of the time on a bariatric patient performing a, a hiatal hernia in conjunction, uh, a hiatal hernia repair in conjunction. And there's different ways to repair it. You can repair it with mesh or without mesh. That, that comes down to some other nuances interoperatively. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's not an uncommon. And then people can develop hiatal hernias after or one that was insignificant at the time of surgery. They can develop more significant problems with heartburn and reflux after bariatric surgery that may necessitate the need to do a hiatal hernia repair. And in that case, it's also quite safe to approach the operation and do it laparoscopically and give the patient basically a one night in the hospital or overnight stay in order to, to repair that issue. Yeah. So talking specifically about hernias and the meshes used to repair them, I've heard mixed things about their mm -hmm. efficacy and sometimes even the safety around them. So is mm -hmm. this something that you can speak to? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so so meshes, you know, have evolved since uh, a lot of the the a lot of the stuff where you see the class action lawsuits on television. You know, different meshes were used in my bladder sling or in my abdominal wall hernia repair. We've gotten pretty good at making meshes that are very safe and very durable and very resistant to infection. So there are different types of meshes, whether it being a permanent mesh or a biologic uh, or, a, you know, temporary meshes that do get absorbed by the body or that your body grows into over time and actually replaces the mesh with your own tissue. Typically with uh, the hiatal hernia repairs, we use the, the the second type of mesh that if we use a mesh, it's a type of, it's like a biological mesh that, or a, or a mesh that promotes your own tissues in growth so that over time, you don't have a, a random piece of mesh in your belly anymore. You've actually got your own tissue that's replaced that mesh and only held, helped to make that repair more durable over time. So Dr. Yersigen, do you have a good rule of thumb for people that might be listening to this uh, as they think about concurrent procedures, whether it be the gallbladder removal or the hernia repair? So, I mean, typically the time when we repair hernias uh, that are abdominal wall hernias or belly button hernias or incisional hernias uh, and the timing of when we do gallbladders is directed by whether or not there's an indication to, to, to deal with those things. So if you have a symptomatic gallbladder, if you have a symptomatic hernia, it is typically a good idea to do it earlier in the process. Uh, or if, you have, if you're having active medical problems because of the gallbladder or the hernia, if, the, if they are asymptomatic items, you typically wait until they become or are symptomatic. The, gall, the hernia is a little bit different in that category that if you have a hernia, you can repair it electively, but it's typically better to repair it electively uh, after the patient's lost weight and optimized how well they're going to do long-term with that hernia repair. And then the hiatal hernias are completely safe to do at the same time as the, the initial op. And just before we close here, I guess I had just a more general question around how people should consider uh, or think about bariatric surgery and the timing of when they should get the surgery and just anything else that you want to share around that. Yeah, and that's a bit of a big question, but the, uh, you know, Honestly, bariatric surgery should not be the first thing that you consider when you want to lose weight. That is not the answer. Uh, it's typically somebody who's gone through 
multiple attempts of weight loss surgery, uh, multiple attempts at, I mean, excuse me, not weight loss surgery, multiple attempts at weight loss uh, through diet and exercise, maybe has reached a frustration level. Maybe they have a medical problem that prevents them from being able to exercise as effectively. Maybe they've had an accident or, or something that has happened in their lives that has uh, reduced their capability of uh, being able to kind of attack it uh, head on and they need a, a booster or a help in order to kind of get their end goal. Because as in the United States get heavier and as we get more comorbid, it can be more and more difficult to just, uh, you know, go to the gym and uh, put the fork down. And so, and sometimes even in the face of doing those things, they don't get the outcome that they're looking for. And so the, the, the adjunct of bariatric surgery can definitely kind of give that a kick in the, in the pants a little bit, but that doesn't obviate the need to use weight, weight loss, uh, other weight loss mechanisms like diet and exercise and, uh, surgery works in concert with those, those two things. It doesn't work, uh, in a solo, you know, performance outside of, uh, diet and exercise. So it's very important to kind of be prepared that it's just not like go get surgery and then go buy skinny jeans. That's not really the process. It's more get surgery, use it as a tool to help you change the habits that have gotten you here in the first place and to help reduce the medical problems so that it becomes easier and easier to have the good habits that you need in order to have a healthy lifestyle long-term. Well, Dr. Yusijin, I think that is really great advice and the perfect place to end. Thank you so much for your time. You're welcome. That's Dr. Basil Yersijan, bariatric surgeon and partner at Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. For more information, please visit the Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center website at gsbwc.com. If you found this podcast helpful, please share it on your social channels and check out the entire podcast library for topics of interest to you. This was Winning Through Losing, a weight loss surgery podcast with Garden State Bariatrics and Wellness Center. My name is Prakash Chandran. Thank you so much, and we'll talk next time.